<laughs> you ready for some more? Desire. The fire. fire. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's uh, episode four. Uh, if you've been with us up until now, you've, uh, we've taken you through some, uh, some of the chaos that's in our brains. Uh, but... This is, I think this is a very male-centric podcast. You think so? <laughs> Just think about the intro. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if any girls would like listening to this. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to our uh, Desire the Fire podcast. My name is Chandlerina. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's Danelia. Oh, my God. And we're Desire the Fire. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I was saying, um, welcome to our fourth episode. Uh, our fourth episode, yeah, we keep them cranking, crank them out. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> grace of God, let's just put it at that. <laughs> GG right there, right? GG. God's grace. GG. <laughs> um, so uh, hopefully by now, um, you guys have seen a number of different things and a no- visited a number of different topics. And um, hopefully at this point, it stirred up some interest in, in a desire to talk about some others. Um, we've been looking through a number of different uh, things and we're always open to suggestions for any topics you guys would like us to talk about. So uh, just to put that out there, uh, you can always tweet us at Boom Chandler. Boom Chandler and Super Dan Zero. Why haven't you tweeted us yet? I've gotten like one. You got my, one? From my mom. Oh, your mom tweets? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was going to say. I tweeted myself. <laughs> what? You tweeted yourself? The shameless self-promotion. <laughs> you tweeted yourself. Let me mention myself. <laughs> yeah. You, you ever like like your own comments on Facebook? I, I, I think I might have done one, maybe. Oh, I do like, it pretty often, actually. You do? <laughs> just one like, of my friends, Eugene, he... uh. He writes something and then he likes it. As soon as he writes it, he likes his comment. You want to emphasize that you're really pleased with the thing oh, that you put man, up there, right? Dude. We need to start a movement. Like <laughs> your own yourself. like. Well, like you used to have this signature that you put in the end of every Facebook post. Is it just Andrew Shelly Kim? Yeah, it's like Andrew Kim, and then always an exclamation, exclamation mark. And never understood. There, there are so many hijinks about us that no one ever understands, and we never really have a good reason for it. And so that's what this podcast is. <laughs> A lot of hijinks. <laughs> Nobody really understands, but we don't really have a good reason. We for love it. Jesus. Hey, man, that's about it, right? Hey, <laughs> All right. So today, um, it's probably going to be a shorter podcast, but um, we just wanted to share some stories, some more stories today, um, along the lines of uh, the last podcast. But um, yeah, so we have some experience with the, the homeless people, and uh, we just wanted to share some. You know, you you reach out and you help and you talk to them or you try to pray for them and like some crazy stuff happens sometimes right yeah because you would imagine uh you know you think your life's bad and uh you, you're going home and like ah oh, my life sucks today and stuff like that <laughs> all of a sudden we turn into pirates right <laughs> <Rawr>. <laughs> we're going home and stuff and you know you're just scurvy like, and gravy <laughs> and just like and then like i don't know about you but uh my neighborhood we actually have this empty lot um, right, right in my neighborhood, and you're walking around, and Your you neighborhood see, in K Town. Yeah, my neighborhood in K Town, that ghetto neighborhood, right? And you see like these makeshift tents, and it, it's just tarp over a couple, couple of raw rods that are sticking up, and people live there, and um, it's a bunch of those homeless that have gathered and made a camp for themselves over there. And, oh you know, wow! Like, like my heart always goes out, and so I'm thinking, so like, this isn't um, Skid Row. No, it's not Skid it's Row. Not it's Skid just K Town, you know. And, like, they, they've made their uh, home out of this empty plot of land. It's not owned by anybody. And, um, 
you look at it and every time I come home, oh, okay, not every time, let's be honest. Uh, but when I come home periodically, I'll glance over there and it's just kind of like a, wow. A I've got an apartment to live in and mm. these guys, it was, sometimes it's super hot at okay. night. Sometimes it's so cold and they're sleeping outside. And um, so uh, we, we, we have these stories with the homeless, but let's remember uh, always before anything else that uh, we're not, our lives... I mean, their lives aren't the worst in the world either. But, you know, there's sometimes we, we do need to be more thankful about the things that we do have. And not to sound, uh, uh, what's the word? Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm showing off my bling and like, yeah, I got an apartment, stuff like that. And I don't want to like hoard it over anyone that, that might be listening to this co- podcast that doesn't necessarily have a home. But, yeah, dude, uh, sometimes we really don't. We, we take for granted the things that we do have. And uh, so as we talk about the homeless today, um, we're not mocking. We're not uh, poking fun at. It's more we laughing at poke, ourselves. If we do poke fun at it, it's at the situation and yeah. not that. <laughs> yeah, and like how dumb we might have been and stuff yeah. like that. And so like before we get started too much on this, I want to talk about uh, some interesting you wanna, experiences. You uh, <laughs> we prayed before this. We, yeah. <laughs> I was about to like bust out like, oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, hopefully we're, we're all prayerful with this. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes we're very naive when it comes to the homeless. And uh, an associate of mine, uh, he mentioned that he, he noticed the church doing an outreach. And it was really cute because like they prepared all these sandwiches and like had this juice box and made a lunch bag and everything for them. And then nice, they went out to... Nice. Uh, they went out to this community and they were trying to, sh- to share the food. Well, the thing is, as soon as they saw the food, the people would open it up and they would return the food. And the people at church were like, what's going on? Like, huh. starting to get offended. Like, hey, what's, what's so bad about our food and stuff? They would just take the juice or something? They would just take the juice, exactly. Wow. And one of them finally talked. And in that moment, it kind of clicked. Because when they talked, they talked uh, without the full uh, verbal ability. They look at them and their teeth and they don't have any. And they're saying, you know, if you got us some soup, uh, it would have helped. But we can't chew on this stuff. And it's kind of a learning moment for everybody, too. So, you know, a lot of times we're we're pretty uh, ignorant to the needs of people. And uh, kind of the the things that I I think one of the things that I hope to raise with this episode is just an awareness that we're not as smart as we think. And our charity isn't necessary necessarily well received all the time i think in life too when you when you talk to people and when you interact with people when you try to help people you should help people in the way that they need help right not in the way that you think that they'll need help yeah because you feel good about it at the it's end like of the day with our parents too <laughs> <laughs> oh no but then yeah like we, we feel good about ourselves at the end of the day but you know let's be honest uh not everyone always feels helped by the help that we provide and or so, they can get offended yeah, that's so you true. Know, like, are you trying to mock me by giving me sandwiches I can't right. eat? Right. And we see that as a problem in Korean dramas all the time. Not that I <laughs> watch any, but, like, the, the prideful girl would be like, I don't want your, your kickback money. And, like, you, you did this to me. How dare you insult me with the money <laughs> and stuff like that. Not that I watch any Korean dramas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you do. Uh, I heard from my students. That's what oh, it is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but so... Throw your students under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, guys. Uh, if you guys are listening to this... Okay, I, I'm just gonna... Anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have a story about... Um, I was trying to pray for a guy. So he wasn't necessarily homeless, but he was asking me for some money because he needed to go up north because he had a job or something. Okay. And he needed to get on the bus, but he didn't have enough money to go to his job where he was going to make money. So I was like, oh, man, this guy needs, like, money and he needs prayer. Like, this is heavy, tough stuff because how ironic it is, is it that you need to get to the place where you're working to make money, but you don't have money 
to get there. Like you don't have the money to pay for the gas yeah. or the transportation. Can you yeah. believe it? Like it sucks. It's like that's common, that's horrible. I feel like it's a common problem here in California more than anywhere else, huh? Yeah, but he was going out of state too. On top of that, so he oh. must have been like he needed to get money. But I was like, yeah, here I have like I had five bucks in my pocket. Like I don't carry cash around. Mm. Like I have a money clip. I only use credit cards and stuff and i just hate using paper around yeah that's probably safer especially yeah. as you're traveling and stuff so like i'm like oh here you go man um i got five bucks god bless um do you think i can pray for you because i know how hard it is and during the time i i was having a tough time with my job and i was trying to make money you know and i, I felt for this guy mm-hmm. and i was like can i pray for you and then this guy's t- like his face just turns and he's like no okay <laughs> that's no and i'm like he took the money he's like no 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 you you don't pray for me. Don't pray. I I know what you guys what you guys do. Like, um, no no, don't pray for me. Don't pray for me in secret. Don't go home and pray for me. Like I don't need any of that stuff. Like I don't want you to pray for me. No, no, please don't pray for me. And I was like I was shocked. I was like, oh, it's like thirty seconds, man. It's re- it'll be really quick. I just I just really have a heart. No, no, please don't. Like no. And he starts walking away. And I'm like. Holy moly, what just happened here? Like, I was, this guy didn't want prayer, and he obviously had a bad experience with it. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, it didn't click until, like, like literally, like, a minute into the conversation, I was trying to find out what was going on with this guy, and he just, he just couldn't take it. Mm. So, like, did you ever get to find out why from this guy? You no, he, he, I just, I was pumping gas, and he asked me for money. A lot of stuff happens when I'm getting gas. <laughs> You know, uh, interesting story. Uh, we were up in a. Uh, my wife and I were taking a road trip uh, up to Seattle. And we were passing through uh, Oregon, and in Oregon, the way they handle gas, uh, it's totally off tangent. Sorry, <laughs> but the way they handle gas is they actually have a gas attendant. Uh, those of you guys in Oregon that are listening to this, and you're like, yeah, dude, like who doesn't? But for us in California, when some dude is up to you, come walking up to you in the gas station, and like. They're they're walking to you at your car as you're pumping gas. It's a it's a you gotta be careful. You know you know you don't know what's gonna happen and stuff. <laughs> and so I got so thrown off and like I went straight to the cashier, like freaking out. And then like they're all cracking up. I was like, ah ha ha, this fool's from California. <laughs> da 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 da. And like just making they're, they're having the funnest time. And then the attendant's talking to the other customers and like, yeah, this guy was like he tried to pay cash on the inside, making me look like a total idiot. But it's so jacked up. A lot of stuff does happen at the gas station. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got a funny story. Um. So I, I work at church, and when I come back from church and stuff, uh, I, my, my church helps me out. So in Korean churches, they give you food for lunch and stuff like that a lot of times. And um, there's always leftover food, which is great for me because they pack that leftover, and then they let me take it home so my wife doesn't have to cook and stuff. And it saves us some money, right? Well, one day they had a lot of kimchi leftover. And so I'm driving home, and I get off the same freeway exit that I always get off of. And there's, occasionally there's a homeless guy standing there and was asking for food and stuff like that. And I'm looking at my car, I'm like, dang, he's asking for food, so it's probably better than cash. He doesn't have to walk to the market to get no food. And all I see is, like, kimchi. And, like, I'm pulling this kimchi out thinking, this is a bad idea. And, like, (laughs) I handed it over to this guy and said, God bless. And he looked at me like, what is the crap you're feeding me? (laughs) What is this? Like, it's like, did you put, like, disembodied heads inside of this or what is this? And he opened the bag and he sniffed it and he's like, oh, (laughs) I heard you. No, he didn't didn't say nothing like that. But, you know, like, you could see the expression on his face turn, like, super sour because, like, kimchi, for those of you guys who don't know, um, 
It's like the staple food of Korea. You can make make it a hundred different it's ways. Like, what is it? Fermented cabbage with fermented, like spicy, like fermented, seasoned, pickled cabbage. Pickled cabbage. Yeah. Pickled cabbage. It, you don't necessarily have to make it spicy or anything like that, but you know, like I personally like mine where, where it's a bit fermented and it's like a little seasoned and stuff like that and pickled for a little bit. And so it smells terrible. And like in the middle of the daylight and like with the with the sun beating down, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Should I give this to him or not? I'm thinking he's it's not, jacked obviously up. not Korean. Yeah, he's it's cause it's jacked up for me to have food and not share it. But at the <laughs> same time, like, but you want to share good food, you know? It's it's like yeah. right along the category of like helping, but help them in a way they want to be helped. <laughs> this is precious to me and I want to share it with you, man. Yeah. But he's like, I don't want your stuff. Because yeah, I I'm like, oh man, but I was looking forward to eating this kimchi. Yeah. It was really good that week. But I shared it over and he's like what is this? And like I was driving off and I can only imagine he probably threw that thing away as soon as I drove off and stuff. But yeah, you know, sometimes we have this unintentional help or rather we try to help and unintentionally it does more damage than good. I got, I got a story about someone throwing away stuff that I gave him. So I was approached by um, like this blind grandma and this other guy, this man, middle-aged man at a Chick-fil-A. And this guy said he was hungry. He had two kids that live in like a cardboard box behind the hotel down the street. Mm-hmm. And he needed to get food for them, for all of them to eat. And we're just trying to get to the next shelter. And at the time, I think I was in college and I just, I felt for this guy. And I was like, yeah, man, let me see what I can do. So I go in, I go in and I get like two burgers, like three burgers, like, or sandwiches and chicken McNuggets. I got two uh, milkshakes because I didn't want the kids to like um, share it. And I, I got like drinks for everybody and I gave it to this guy and then, He's like, thank you. Thank you very much. And then I got my food. I got, I went in and I noticed, I looked out the window. I noticed he started eating his food there. And I was like, oh, he must be really hungry. I I guess he's going to take his food to his kids. And then he eats it pretty quickly. And I look at him and I look outside and then he just starts throwing everything else away. And then they walk away. Oh, man. And I'm just like, what the heck just happened right now? Did I just get scammed or what? But obviously they were homeless. And I realized after much thought about that, I, I was like, the guy said about the kids because no one would feed him oh. and no one would give him the food unless like he had like that story. I guess. Yeah. And he was so hungry that he needed to get food. I just happened to give him more than he can, he can eat. And you, you said you were at a Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah. So you, you think there's any like political connotation? You know how like Chick-fil-A is like, like Christian people go there, like anti-gay and stuff like that. Oh, so like, <laughs> like maybe the, the family was like, you know, um, I don't want this Chick-fil-A because I want to, like, boycott their food and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I was trying to be silly. You know? <laughs> no, dude. I, I was really hurt by that. But it took me a long time to realize, like, the situation that they were in as well as I'm not helping out of my own heart and my own money. Mm-hmm. Even though they, they throw it away, it's I let it go. When I, let, when I gave the help to them, I let go of what they were going to do with that help. Okay. And they yeah. wanted food. I bought them food. I mean, like, sometimes we, we can't take it too personally, too. You know, there's yeah. reasons we don't understand. Uh, I wish we could go back and talk to some of these other people and, like, ask them, like, so what's the deal? Like, especially with this uh, guy that you're saying, like, no, don't pray for me. Like, oh, don't even secretly. I guess people were, like, secretly praying for him. And I don't know, him, man. It's like, like, he said something about, like, voodoo and stuff, too. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great to be able to, like, follow up and talk to these guys, but... Sometimes, unfortunately, all we ever have is a couple seconds with some of these people, right? Literally, they're just asking for help. Yeah. Well, I've had some good experiences. Um, Wait, wait, one thing really fast before. I was at a gas station, and this guy walks by by me, and he's really hungry. And I had a fruit cup in my my car, Mm -hmm. and he goes, hey, I'll trade you uh, this bag of chips for that fruit cup. (laughs) And I'm like... 
what? The fruit cup's been there for like two days. I'm like, no, you can have it. It's been, it's kind of old. It's like, oh, I can have it? It's like, yeah, you can have it. He's like, oh man, it's hard to find food in the streets, man. Thanks so much. <laughs> I was just like, oh man. oh man, I wish I could give you more. I don't have any money on me. This isn't college, too. This isn't doing oh, college. And I was geez. like, oh man, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, you you get these stories, and like, all of a sudden, I, like, everyone's like, I'm never giving food to the homeless again. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> well, no, at not, that point, I was like, I'm not going to trust any of these homeless people about what they're asking for. I'm like, yeah. but this guy was hungry, and I can understand where he's coming from. And I'm yeah. like, you can be careful, but he still needs food. Right. Because at the end of the day, I feel like where we're starting to get to is we're being more wary than anything else. I mean, I've heard of some uh, some folks out in uh, Westwood in L.A., like, you know, in the nicer part of uh, L.A. and stuff like that. And the, the, there was a story of a guy who gave, like, quarters and, like, he looked at the quarters in his hand and he's like, what? That's it? And he just, like, threw it away. Cause you, you get these, like, more more. Uh, <laughs> that, no, have you seen the bum? I seen this bum laying down on the ground. And then he gets up and he pulls out his BlackBerry or like his iPhone. I'm like, what is going on over there? Where does the bill go? <laughs> you can't prepay for a smartphone. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. You know, like uh, you see where his priorities are, you know? <laughs> no, but like you, you get these stories like that and then like, we're, we're so discouraged. And like we, we start judging like, oh, this was going to use it for crack or it's not good enough or for him. Smartphone. Or, yeah, it's, yeah, or a smartphone. Yeah, or a smartphone. Mind you, I've seen this multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, one of my, uh, uh, there's a member of my church that once told me too, like, you know, like they, they make like hundreds of dollars a day sometimes too. And like, yeah, they make a lot, man. I was like, dang, what am I doing working right now? I'm such <laughs> an idiot and <laughs> stuff. No, but then that, uh, we can't, we can't always uh, assume that, uh, the, the better, better or the worst of people, you know? And, um, uh, you know, I had a, I had a chance to, uh, typically in one of the McDonald's that's around my place, uh, I go out and there's, there's a homeless person there. Uh, not the same person usually, but uh, like. People know that some people are willing to get an extra burger for them and stuff like that, too. And, you know, one of these days, uh, I had, like, an extra dollar left in my account or something like that. And, you know, I bought an extra cheeseburger, and I just gave it to the guy. And he's like, you know what? Thank you. Uh, like, 50 people pass by, and, like, you're the first one to give me a burger and stuff. And, you know, there there are their merits. And you do feel good about yourself at the end of the day when you do help someone that really wants it. But I think what we need to remember is that Sometimes we're so assuming and we, we uh, judge and try to naturally calculate what this person is going to look for that we totally miss out on the point. And um, uh, as a Christian myself, uh, I think one of the greater things we can choose to do is to be intentionally naive to certain things. And I say this not saying ignoring the potential potential harm that they might do to themselves. But if they're going to harm themselves, whether they do it through you or not, I mean, they're going to do it. You know, they're going to buy crack for themselves. But one of the things that we can get across is, yeah, that gesture of this is my neighbor. I need to uh, look out for my neighbors because if we're not looking out for each other, I mean, who, who's really out there to help us? Yeah, um, seriously. They I mean, they make these uh, like disabled neighborhood, con- I mean, the disadvantaged neighborhood like homes and like uh, I think they used to call it like shanty towns and stuff like that. But, you know, they'll, they'll make it for them and they make it for the sake and the hope and working towards the ideal and we don't want to like pre-assume and pre-prejudice ourselves to thinking that this person is is already disposed to to wasting the the gener- generosity and the charity that we want to extend to another person. So that being the case, um, you have any other good stories you might be able to share? I got, I got one story, just the most bizarre story mm-hmm. that I I came across that I I don't understand what happened in that moment. But I was driving up to like mission prep or something, and then. 
Um, I had wireframe glasses back then. And as I was driving, my right lens popped out because the screw loosened up, I guess. And the whole lens just popped out in the middle of driving on the freeway. Mm. Going 80 miles per hour. And now, now I'm half blind. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I start looking around and I realize the screw is gone. So I can't find the screw. Mm. So I and then like right before that, the gas light turned on. <laughs> it's like a perfect storm. So now I got to get off the freeway. I can't see. And I'm like, I close one eye while I'm driving with the other lens. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I need to find it. And I, I pull up to a gas station and I'm like, I don't have cash. Like I, this is back then. I, I don't really have money. So I'm like, I take like 10 bucks out. I'm like, all right, I got to put gas in. So I, all the money that I had, I put into like the gas tank. I, I start putting money in. And this guy is waiting in front of the, the convenience store where I had to walk in to pay the money. And he's like, hey, do you have money? Like I need, uh, I need help. And I'm like. Oh, sorry, man. I don't have any money right now. I got to put in gas. Like, this is all I, I got. And I, I do that, and I come out. And he goes like, oh, can you help me a little bit? I'm like, no, man. I don't. I can't help you that much. So I put in the gas, and, I, like, I'm about to leave. I open the car door, and the guy goes, hey, man, I, I really need help. I really need help. And he stops me from opening the car. And then he's like, could you just drive me down the street? Could you just drive me? I, I can't see anything, mind you, because I took my glasses off and I'm blind. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to go. I'm sorry. I can't drive you. And I won't, I wouldn't drive someone like that because you don't never know what they're going to do once they're in your car. Yeah. It's dangerous. Like you, you don't know. You could, you could do it, I guess. Like, but it's recommended not to, you can help them. But that's, that's just another thing that you shouldn't do. But like, all of a sudden, this guy, like, he's like, he gets desperate and he pulls down his pants a little bit and then he takes out his drawstring and attached to his drawstring is like this packet of white powder. Oh. And I can't really see what was going on. And it's like, he shoves it in front of him. He's like, I got the stuff, man. I just need your help. And I'm like, oh, dude, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm blind. I just don't understand what happened right now. Well, I get it could in have my been car. Like laundry detergent or something. Yeah, it could be anything. <laughs> and I, on top of that, my I was blind. But right, he right. took out a packet of something, <laughs> and he was trying to give it to me, and he was asking for a ride. And then he runs over to the other side, and thankfully my car, like, it doesn't open the other side. He tries to get in the car with me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can't help you. I'm sorry. What are you doing? And he's like, come on, man. He starts running out to me. And then I drove away. But that was just the most bizarre. You could have got free cocaine and just sold that and like. No, dude. Solved your financial problems. I was, I was so frazzled with my glasses and no gas, no money, and no <laughs> nothing. This guy runs after me, asks me for help. I can't help him. I don't understand what's happening. I imagine like the parents everywhere whose kids are like just starting to drive and stuff. They're like, oh my God, I can't let my kid drive ever again. <laughs> you know, stuff like this. What's so strange is when I drive up the freeway, I forgot what freeway it was, like the five or something. My, I always seem to lo get lose gas around a certain area. And then when I pull out to get gas, it's Compton. <laughs> I, I don't like five times this has happened to me at night. Like, 11 p.m. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, dude, I need to get gas now or else I'm not going to be able to make it wherever I'm going to L.A. <laughs> I pull off and it's like Compton. I'm like, what? I just got off this freeway like a month ago <laughs> at the same place. <laughs> it's like the same station and everything. Yeah. They probably all know you over there, too. You're the only Asian know, guy that's like out there. It's like, this guy, this guy pulled in again like last month. Does he know where he's at? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. <laughs>
No, but uh, yeah, um, you know, I've heard other stories, stories not necessarily to that to that magnitude, but uh, there's one story I, I kind of want to end with, and then um, if, if you got anything else to say, but there there was a story of uh, one of my coworkers uh, when he was in school, a homeless person came up to them, and uh, they were living in a ministry house. Uh, and basically, a lot of the guys were living there together and stuff, and uh, the guys were gone for the weekend. So it's like, you know what? We got a couple extra beds in our place. Uh, you want to sleep over? Now, me hearing this story, I'm like, are oh, you dumb? You dumb? Like a lot of expletives going on in my head, right? <laughs> and like, what? What are you thinking, man? This duffel is going to rob you blind. You're going to like die in your sleep and all these different things. But he brought him out to church the next day. And like, you know, wow. interesting thing. Interesting like enough, that, yeah. They started going out to church pretty regularly. And like they were going out for a while. I don't know what happened. You this just was take like the five first years step ago. and then they take the next. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm not recommending you guys let uh, random people sleep in your house. That's probably not the wisest course of action. Or driving people around. Yeah. Or driving people around because you might end up with some free cocaine and a lot of other problems. <laughs> right? 99 problems, but don't let cocaine be one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, here, here's the thing. Um, like I said, let's not pre-assume and let's not be prejudiced just because of a, a couple of uh, bad experiences. And, you know, really an encouragement to everybody out there. You know, let's really remember that the Lord has has entrusted on us to love the Lord, but also to love our neighbors as ourselves. Deep. All right. So some closing remarks. Um, we're not we're not trying to like what we're saying. We're not trying to make fun of bums, homeless people, whatever. Um, but I guess what our point was in sharing these things is to broaden your horizon. Um, the things that we experienced and we went through, we're just trying to share. And ultimately speaking, we're not doing this for ourselves. We, you shouldn't be helping people like that for yourself. Like, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't know. To me, that's an odd concept, I guess, to help homeless people. I guess people can have a heart for homeless people and help. It goes back to the karma thing, I guess. It goes back to the karma thing, I guess, (laughs) but, um, that we talked about a few episodes ago or like last episode or. I don't know. Last I don't know how many episodes, episodes it was, but yeah, this is not. We don't do this like as Christians in betterment of ourselves. We do it because Jesus loves and He's mandated for us to love. And uh, even then, you know, like we just talked about missions last last episode. But um, there's people that need help everywhere you go. Like they present themselves to you. They ask, and maybe even if they don't ask, like you know, they need help. You can help. And uh, I guess, in a sense, one of the takeaways from this is helping them in the way that they need help. That goes that that lesson can be told, like anybody to anybody, anyone around us. Um, but that's just one of the things. And if they get offended and they kick it back at you, then um, you can apologize and just adjust and help them again. That's fine. You know, that's the way that you should you should help people. If they don't want your help that way, then how do they want to help? Communicate. You know, and um, if they attack you and hurt you because you're Christian and you want to pray for him. Like just remember, they're not attacking you as a person. They're not, well, you are a Christian. That's who you are as a person, but they're ultimately, this is getting kicked back to God and God is the man behind you and he's pushing you forward and you went out for God. So just know, you know, it's not because of yourself that you're getting, going through sufferings or pains or um, getting yelled at and lectured to that they don't want you to pray for you or anything but it's just this is all for god and when you put it into that perspective i think it's easier for me to go out the next person the next thing that's happening just apologize move forward if they didn't you didn't help them in the way that they want to be helped or just go and just set forth and help love amen <laughs> all right so uh we kind of just want to end with a, a verse of the week you want to read this verse it's, like, it's more of a passage right than a verse yeah but uh it comes from matthew 25 34 to 40 
Uh, and it says this, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When did we see a stranger and invited you in, or need, need, needing, ah, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Amen. That's it for today's podcast. That's it. You know what? With the direction that we want to go to, you know, there's a lot of things that we want to do and talk about. Um, hopefully in the future we have interviews. Um, if we have questions and you, you have questions and we don't know what where to go, we'll, we'll ask our pastors. We'll ask people that know. Sure. And, and why we'll don't we do out. this too? Uh, maybe we can announce some of the pastors or guests ahead of time and they could send in the, the, the questions and stuff and we can review it and have it ready for. Yeah, maybe we should guests. ask our pastors first. Okay. <laughs> Or the pastors we're going to ask. I have <laughs> my ways of uh, getting them on the show. So, uh, well, uh, anyway, we're, we're more than welcome to your feedback and input. Uh, so you can follow us once again at Boom Chandler and at Super Dan Zero. All right, guys. Um, we uh, have a couple things in store uh, in the kitchen cooking, in the kitchen, in the in the, in the oven cooking, baking. Uh, this is episode four. Hopefully, I have a lot more um help us grow um one of the ways that you can do that um we should be on itunes by now is that um rate and review uh five stars put in a good word um if you say something cool or blessing or something we might might give you a follow or something on on twitter we'll follow you back on twitter i don't know (laughs) okay Um, but yeah follow us uh we'll follow you back we'll talk to you whatever happens happens uh um, rate and review please that will help us get high in the rankings uh share it with your neighbors share it with your friends um yeah. I love you guys. God bless. Oh, I said he loves you. <laughs>